views and opinions expressed by Edwin are Edwin and Edwin's only, all right? Not of the sponsors, employers, baby mama, anybody he went to school with, anybody he owe money to. With that being said, enjoy the video. Sweet baby Jesus, what is going on, everyone? Thanks for joining me on the Word on the Road podcast, your weekly technology care package. I am your host, Edwin Pagan, man. This is a weekly podcast I do every Wednesday uh, where I take uh, technology articles from the internet that I find interesting. I give you my insight, uh, my analysis. I break them down for you, and then I send you on your way uh, more informed and more aware of the things going on on the internet, man. Uh, <clears throat> hopefully, this drops on Wednesday. I have been having all the technical issues uh, with my computer. I feel like I talk about technical issues on my computer all the time. Um, uh, uh, but, but here's a quick update on the status of my air conditioning unit. My uh, my air conditioning did get fixed. All right. I was actually looking at the the podcast episode um, from that from that day, and I was like, bro, there's beads of sweat um, coming out of my head. So if you if you didn't listen last week, my uh, AC unit at my apartment uh, was broken, and they gave me like a mobile unit, but it doesn't help when I'm in my office and the mobile unit uh, is in the living room right and so I have a lot of computers in my office and uh, uh, yeah it was burning up in here I was listening I was watching the podcast and I was like dude if you zoom in quickly uh, you could really you could really see the sweat coming down Edwin's head you would thought Edwin was uh, popping some molly or something you know what I mean uh, with that being said bro uh, man um, I'm having a good week um, I took the day off on Monday, and um, you know I definitely had some R and R with the family this weekend. I spent a lot of time in the sun. I forgot that uh, brown people tan. That's a true story. Brown people do tan, and we keep tanning. Uh, like I saw, so I got back from Port St. Lucie over the weekend, and then um, yesterday I had the dumb idea to go for like a five mile run. So I went running outside. Uh, it's hot as hell in Florida, and then so I get home. I take off my tank top. I'm like, I got tanned again. Like I can see the tan marks. On my skin, I was like, "Damn, bro! Like, I didn't realize you could get tanner and tanner." So, like, I'm gonna have to start running uh, with long sleeves because I don't, I don't think it's a good idea to be, uh, to be having that much sun on you, even if I'm brown. Like, I feel like the sun's gonna deflect. Like, because I'm brown, the sun deflects, is deflected off. I don't know where my logic in this. I'm a tech guy. I am not. Uh, I didn't study medicine, all right, or whatever the, the study of skin care or whatever is. <laughs> Anyways, man, I hope everyone's doing good, bro. Outside of that, uh, my week's been good. Uh, just been working on different videos, been working on different projects around the house. I'm going to be dropping some new videos for you guys on, on the YouTube channels, um, educational videos, insight videos, vlogs. Um, I'm, I'm trying to do as much uh, content as possible. I, I think one of my biggest issues, man, um, I don't know if this stems from like working in corporate um, or just uh, I don't know what it is because I do stand-up comedy at night. And so I'm, I'm pretty comfortable being myself um, on stage in front of strangers. But when it comes to like putting certain type of videos online, um, especially with my channel, I feel like I, I'm scared to kind of get out of that comfort zone, be more personal, put a personal take on things. Um, because my audience, uh, especially for like the type of videos I do, like which are tech, it's such a wide audience and I don't like to like I don't like to lose certain people because I'm putting out certain stuff but I think at a certain point you got to get out of your comfort zone and so I'm hoping to put out more videos about myself um, my personal take on things I did a vlog recently and that was even more tech news related um, I want to do more personal stuff to add more uh, more of a personal touch to the channel so if you are listening um, if, if you're watching on YouTube feel free to leave a comment below and, and just let me know what you guys want to hear about do you want to hear about the, how the career got started uh, how I got kicked out of high school for hacking uh, do you want to hear about uh, my journey from
from being like a low level one tech to working for larger companies, um, how I, I managed to do it without a college degree. Um, you know, I, I don't like to talk too much about it. Um, I don't know. I don't like to, like, I feel like I don't like to brag about it. And so, um, but at the same time, there's people who want to know the information and I'm almost, I'm almost fucking, I'm well, part of my language, but I'm ancient, bro. I just turned 30. So I'm starting to think that like, all right, bro, you got 10 years experience, share some of that wisdom with the folks. So I might start doing some videos like that as well, but that's, um, uh, I am doing a lot more content as I promised you guys I I'm putting out more content I will be posting at least three four times a week um, that's what the what the goal is so with that being said guys that's enough about myself I got a couple other videos I gotta make so let's get this podcast on the road uh, no pun intended it's the word on the road podcast hey no but that being said man the articles we're gonna be discussing today will be available in the description below so if you're watching on YouTube it's below if you're listening on iTunes or whatever it is in the bio information man so with that being said first article of the day is coming from the fine fine folks at apple insider man in this article i i i when i heard this i'm like listen i think every parent who has kids needs to know about this article all right which is apple sued for allowing loot boxes in apple app stores man so this complaint was filed in california and it basically talks about uh apple's uh kind of deceptive uh marketing tools and marketing practices and purchasing practices so what i mean by that if you have a kid and you in in their in-app purchases on a video game right so if you give your kid a tablet and they're playing a game and it has in-app purchases and at some point you configured your itunes account to access the internet or to access your payment system um uh, 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 what we started seeing, or what at least I saw, was uh, 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 a lot of kids were able to do in-app purchases really, really easily, right? So, so in short, uh, the complaint kind of stipulates about um, uh, there was a proposed class action lawsuit targeting loot boxes and games apps and mechanisms typically characterized in, uh, by in-app purchases. And like, so if you're not sure what a loot box is, a loot box is basically like um, it's like you can buy this within an app, right? It's like a little in-app purchase. And then when you open it, you don't know what's going to be in that particular item that you open. It could be $100 worth of, of, of items or it could be like $2 worth of items. You don't know, but that technically is classified as gambling. So that's something they kind of stipulated uh, within the, uh, the actual lawsuit itself. But it also just talks about how easy it has been for people to, um, uh, uh, for kids in particularly, to do in-app purchases. And this is a particular issue that I had a lot of issues with with my son. Um, God bless him, but um, I had purchased like nine or ten Amazon tablets. I, I love those things, and I give them out a lot. And particularly with my son, he started doing in-app purchases because it was tied to my Amazon Prime account. And I'm talking about $40 in an in-app purchase in just one game, $50 another one, $10. And so what this kind of lawsuit is stipulating, because I think Amazon went through something similar, was that Apple wasn't doing enough to prevent in-app purchases from being screened uh, or uh, achieved. They made it so it was really easy to do in-app purchases because your average person is not going to dispute the complaint. They're just going to say, hey, this and that. But there, it's kind of stipulating that Apple hasn't been doing enough about that. But it also stipulates something about uh, uh, in regards to the loot boxes, which the loot boxes is very interesting because I've seen some videos on, on uh, at least on... Um, 
Uh, I've seen some videos, at least on the internet, um, on YouTube, kind of talking about like loot boxes, which is like these little boxes you can buy on the internet that are $100, and you don't know what's in the box. It could be anything. Um, it could be a $10 gift card, or they can say it could be a $10,000 drone. You don't know, but with when you start doing that within, within in-app purchases, at a certain point, that becomes a, uh, a lottery ticket or a lottery scratch-off, and it kind of stipulates that in the lawsuit as well that that uh, Apple themselves um, was kind of towing that line of like yo this is this is a lottery scratch off ticket right um, whereas the rewards that you would get with an in-app purchases weren't monetary in the sense of like you know um, you know you get a hundred dollars in actual cash but in that respect it is this idea that like you purchase this item for five and it might be worth a thousand it might be worth absolutely nothing and it's kind of deceptive in that sense and so um, I think this is a this is a really interesting uh, uh, um, it's very interesting uh, to see this uh, how this lawsuit is going to turn out. Um, I'm not against it at all. I think that um, at a certain point, you know, you got to tell parents how to how to configure devices. I get that part. Uh, at a certain part, you gotta um, you you gotta uh, know what your kid's doing. But I feel like Apple kind of saw that. Wow, a lot of people are doing in-app purchases because in the lawsuit it kind of talks about some of the games that um, uh, had the the most in-app purchases, right? So I think one of them was um, uh, Mario Kart. They were talking about Roblox. They were talking about um, let's see what else was there. Um, it was Roblox. What games were they? it was? Um, so yeah, Mario Kart Tour, FIFA Soccer, Roblox, um, Brawl Stars, um, very popular games on iOS, right? And so, um, with that being said, it, it should not be that easy for people to be able to spend money in, in app purchases. And it's very easy to start racking up in app purchases costs. I mean, these these companies make a lot of money off of that. So um, uh, it, again, uh, it should be interesting to see how this article turns out. Um, yeah, if, if if anything, guys, yo, listen, listen. If you're setting up your kids' tablets and devices, bro make sure you don't have the credit card linked up I use the cash app card for everything and I wish cash app was sponsoring this video but I use cash app card for everything because of one feature you can turn that card off so I literally do all outgoing payments through my cash app and the reason I do that is because I can turn off the card and then I can when I can turn off the card and turn it back on like very easily that means they can't pull money out of there without my permission can't happen won't happen um, and that's one of the best features about the cash app card and um, when you use like a regular debit card it, they can just keep hitting it keep hitting it keep hitting it and like it's crazy how how like how many because i always have my cash app card disabled it's crazy how many freaking like purchases i see that apple like apps try to do without my permission subscriptions this and all that like without my authorization i never authorized it but the fact that i have a cash app card that i can turn off and off prevents that from happening so that's something to take in consideration um uh, next time you uh um you configure your devices or hell you could do that now so anyways interesting article but that being said next article coming from the fine folks at the verge and this is kind of a long article piece but um they recently did a piece with the attendee uh, CEO Ellie Seedman on finding love during the pandemic man and he talked about a lot of different things um, kind of just kind of going over the data of like you know what people have been doing that the court now that the quarantine has been going on for so long um, how many people are using the app how are people using the apps um, 
which is something obviously uh, uh, Tinder has the ability to look at. They have the analytics and the data to look at all that stuff. And so, um, you know, he's asked, you know, in the interview, they asked him, did you see uh, an increase uh, in usage during um, during these times? He, you know, he kind of talks about the fact that like um, a huge majority of the people are using the app for free. Um, they're seeing a huge increase in women between the ages of 18 and 30. Um, and he's kind of just saying that like there's a uh, there's certain features that we enabled on the device uh, such as the uh, global and uh, global mode and passport mode, um, which is really really interesting because it's a feature uh, within Tinder that lets you um, kind of look. I, I, cause I, have, I used Tinder for like a month or two months. I used it hard, bro, but I used it and. Um, uh, it gives you the ability to put yourself in other locations and search for women or partners in that particular location. Um, and that's something that I believe that they enabled for free during the quarantine. Um, but with that being said, um, he talks about how that's being used a lot. And so um, what's really awesome to see um, and what I'm seeing in particular, and I encourage you to check out this article because it is a really, 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 really long uh, uh, piece. Um, but what what's really interesting to, to and what I kind of took away um, uh, from this uh, piece is that like I think Tinder um, now more than ever is going to evolve as a platform right and, and what I mean by that is it's gonna go from being the app that you use to meet people for love interest to being the app that you actually use to meet friends and that sounds crazy but think about this snapchat four years ago was considered the sexting app it was the app for sexting to send nudes i never did it because I'm, I'm a christian man but um <laughs> um you know it was used for sexting and now is it is a publicly traded company right it's snap is a publicly traded company that you know snapchat is used for everything for everything it's not just used for what it was particular so to see that you know that tinder is going to go from being this dating app to being a um to being an app that's used for meeting other people um is, is very very interesting to see that being used and I think it's it, it has the ability to evolve in that way right um because when you can actually, you know, you can't meet up with these people because of the quarantine, but when you can meet at people in your area and just talk to them, um, I, th I I think that's that, that, that there's something there, right? Um, he also talks about, you know, having the ability to add virtual dates within the app itself where you can actually have a video call with someone and actually go on a date. They talk about how it's going to be heavily moderated. I don't know many people who are going to go out of a way to use that app to talk to people versus just giving someone their a Zoom account or like an i uh, an uh, uh, FaceTime or something like that. I, I highly doubt that people would use that app for that, uh, especially since they're saying they're moderating it. But um, what I think is going to happen with Tinder is that it's going to become an app that's used to meet people and to make friends. I uh, one of the things I found um, very very difficult, um, particularly like as uh, when um, like. I remember when, uh, in my previous relationship, when I, when my son was born, a majority of my friends were still in college or whatever. And so like, we did not like, I didn't have a lot of friends and it was hard to make friends. Cause when all you do is go to work and then you go home and then you go to the gym and then you go home and you, it's hard to interact with people outside of going to the bars or going to the clubs. And so what I think Tinder has the ability to do and what market to corner is, is to corner the market of how can we get people to meet other people in real life and a non like, you know, not because I'm trying to sell them something, not because we're trying to be in a relationship, but for the sole purpose of like, bro, I think you're a chill dude. The same way you meet some of your friends, 
uh, some of your boys or your girlfriends that, uh, and this is for the ladies, um, the same way you meet those people, the Tinder ha application has the ability to, uh, I guess, network people, right? In that, in a, in a way that's like, it's not like LinkedIn, it's not like Facebook, but it's a way where it's like, yo, I'm looking for friends. How can I meet friends? Tinder can be used for that um, because they have so much data because of. Um, the geolocation information, the fact that they can, you know, put people in other areas. Um, so I, I, I think it's a, I think, you know, that's maybe a year off away if, if, if possible, two years. Um, there's obviously that, that, that issue with like Tinder is known as a dating app. So trying to talk to your wife about like, Hey babe, let me, let me, let me get that Tinder account. I'm trying to meet people. <laughs> It's not going to happen. It's going to be very hard to convince, I mean, at least my wife to convince her to be like, yo, I, I want to install Tinder because I want to meet friends. You know, it's like, yeah, no, that's not going to happen. But I, I would see people like that on Tinder. They're like, I'm not here for relationships, just looking for genuine friends. And I think that like with Orlando, like especially where I'm at, with Orlando being what it is, with so many people coming here for college, who come out of town, who they move here, they don't have a lot of friends. This is a perfect opportunity to create an app for people to meet each other. And I think that's what Tinder could do if they do it the right way. I don't think Facebook, I think Facebook is way too crowded for that. Um, I think Instagram is way too weird to like slide into people's DM and be like, hey, let's be friends. But um, if if Tinder has the ability to say, hey, this is just a way to meet like-minded people, to meet gym partners, to meet golfing partners, to meet this and that, then I think you're gonna see Tinder be utilized for more than just dating. And it's gonna open up this whole entire market for apps that uh that are designed for people just to meet other people to go have a beer with or something like that right so wow that was a mouthful man so okay cool man last article um this is even an article this is a video that i found funny so i want to end the podcast on a high note um if you're listening to the podcast i'm sorry you can't hear uh you can't see this but with that being said uh, i found this video really really interesting all right check it out so this is coming from dig.com um i found it on a youtube channel um it's from a company called super Here's my public ex school education trying to pronounce this right now. Supernumerary three. Okay, anyways, this is a robotic arm uh, that these engineers designed, and I thought it was pretty gnarly to see how uh, impractical this is. Um, <laughs> that being said, um, here we go. So check out this video. As you can see, this is like a robotic arm that you can attach to yourself that will be like a third arm that is designed to assist you, all right? Uh, it's, you can have a separate arm, so if you need help, potting uh plants i don't understand why you would need a third arm anyways that being said you look at this video what's really cool is that like that's kind of like a scaled model of the arm right there and then the one she's wearing he's gonna be able to control it right so it's a ro robotically controlled arm again it doesn't make sense and what's really gnarly uh which i want everyone to see is that like look at everything this device uh has to be connected to it has to be connected to uh, 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 like a uh, air compressor. It's got all these electronics, a car battery, and then it has an arm attached to her, man. This is why I, I, the weird part to me is like, I thought we'd be more ahead, but I guess this is kind of the best we can do. Uh, and <laughs> you could see like, this makes no practical sense to me. Um, especially like how, like every time the arm moves, it literally is moving the woman around. And it's like, Okay, well, you're going to spend $45,000 on this robotic arm. That makes no sense. What was gnarly about it is that there's a clip here where she uh, decides that she wants to punch through a wall. Um, let's see when they do it. <laughs> okay, here he goes. I think they're going to punch through the wall. It's time to punch through the wall. 
Oh, nope. These are all the unpractical uses of this arm still. <laughs> this makes no sense. Okay, let's spend $45,000 on an arm that could play badminton. All right. Uh, okay, they didn't do the punch in the hole one. I can't find it. Where is it? There's one where she punches a hole through the wall. Where is it? Nope. Here's another one where they can use it to paint. All right, here we go. So this is her using the robotic arm, and now the arm is just breaking a wall. This is a terrible. Notice how this woman is shaking as she's trying to do it. Um, yeah. Anyways, uh, like I said, man, I, I wanted to share that video because, um, you know, uh, uh, I, I like to tell people that like, uh, not all technology is practical, and so like when people look at this, they'd be like, "Wow, that is the future of technology." I look at that and say, uh, oh, what's the point? Um, it's not practical whatsoever. Um, I don't know. I don't know what else to say with that, man. I, that, go check out the video. It is available on the blog. But um, I wanted to end it on the high note, um, something from robotics. But, man, with that being said, guys, I appreciate y'all listening to the podcast, man. Um, all the articles discussed will be available in the description below, man. I appreciate everyone who's been uh, listening to the podcast, subscribing, etc., man leave your questions and comments below uh but with that being said guys the word on road podcast i do this every wednesday uh make sure to subscribe on itunes podcast applications youtube etc but until next time guys my name is edwin pagan i appreciate y'all listening to the podcast and until next time stay classy take care peace guys guys what are you doing watching my dad's channel <laughs> watching your dad's youtube channel